once again, once again, to another fine, great episode of Ghost Stories Told from the South, my fine feather friends. I am your host, Stephen LeBooth, <laughs> and we've got some good stuff for you today. And of course, my co-host, Lexi LeBooth, is not here tonight. Uh, she's uh, been really busy, and we didn't get together this weekend uh, Get one ready for today, but she's going to come over this weekend, and we're going to slam two or three at one time. I'm going to do about a 30-minute show today, do a couple of stories, see what's happening. So you hold on to your seats. I'm going to scare the poop out of you. I got some good stuff. Still going to be covering London. I'm going to be talking about the Greenwich Tunnel Ghost, the Blackwall Tunnel Hitcher, the Haunted Hills, and the Good Queen, Good Queen Biss, and the Ghost of the uh, Great Eastern. And that's all to do with the uh, Greenwich Tunnel. Then we're going to go over the old Queen's Head. Oh, God, I cannot. There we go. Then we're going to go over the Ghost of Sir Walter Rolla, uh, Rudolph, uh, Ralph. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, of Walter Ralph. I'm bear with me. I've been man. I've been battling a migraine all day today. Kicked my ass. I'm starting to feel a little bit better, but the ghost of uh, Sir Walter Raul. Okay, yeah, it's Raul Raleigh. Oh, Raleigh is. Oh. Walter Raleigh, Walter Raleigh, that's how we go. And then the uh, Tunder Woman. So that'll be a pretty good episode. I only got the, uh, the Flask Gate and the Haunting of the Fla uh, Flask. I cannot get my papers pulled apart tonight. And the flask in the Spanish barmaid or beer maid. Yeah, barmaid. Oh. Gonna go over the uh, Cavalier. And that's about it. And there's still some more stuff about the uh, flask. So that'll be pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. What are you looking at, Max? Max is in here all. Him and Reed's playing. But now Lexi's been really busy and all that. So, yeah, bless her heart. She's <laughs> she's going to bed, but I've been sleeping all day up and down with its damn migraine. It's starting to feel better, and I feel pretty good ready for the show. So, <clears throat> get ready. Get by a nice cozy fire. Pour you some hot chocolate with a nice cozy blanket. Put your headset in or listen to this at work and get ready to be scared. You know... Like I said, there's some stuff that don't creep me out a whole lot when I read this, but some of this stuff does. Some of it does, because I would not know what to do if I ran into that situation. Okay, we're going to start with the Green Witch Tunnel. Okay. Okay, if you've ever been down 
down the Greenwich Tunnel, you've you've uh, you'll be familiar with the uh, atmosphere in the cold, damp air. Only a select few, however, have been down the tunnel when they have seen the figures of a couple of Victorian uh, figures dressed in Victorian clothes. Seemingly, the ghost of a of a couple out for a nice day stroll to Greenwich. The couple approached the tunnel. The tunnel users fading as they approach. Strangely, this isn't the only uh, haunted tunnel in Green in the Greenwich area. So supposedly, when people are down there, they'll see uh, a couple with dressed in Victorian apparel, kind of walking towards them, and when they get a little, clo- little close, they just poof, fade away. Okay. Let's go over. Let's go over the Black Wall Tunnel Hitchhiker. Perhaps the least intimidating but most common ghost is the shade is the shade of the shade of a young man with long longish dark hair who hitchhikes hitchhikes along the road leading to the Blackwell Tunnel. <clears throat> when picked up he says that he's that he's trying to get to uh, visit his girlfriend, lasping into silence before disappearing just as the car enters the tunnel. And there's no explanation of explanation of why this guy does this. So, but you know, it's kind of weird because there's a lot of uh, stories like that here in the United States where it's like we got one, the Lake Worth woman or something like that. I mean, that's not here. I live in Mineral Wells, but in the Metroplex over there in Fort Worth, they have a story about that of the Lady of the Lake that does that. So. It's kind of cool to see how some of these common stories are are different kind of layout, but in different countries. It's like this guy, he probably died on the way going to see his girlfriend, and he's stuck in that that loophole. I mean, stuck in that, you know, repeat, that loop. That would be sad. I hope when I go, I just go and go to the other side or something. Or if there is the other side, who really knows what's out there? I dang sure don't want to be stuck, but maybe I'll get to haunt people. (laughs) Now we're going to go over the haunted hills around Greenwich, in the Greenwich area. Each of these hills in the Greenwich area has its own collection of uh, 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 paranormal activity. Shooter's Hill has the ghost of a young woman murdered by her lover in in the 1830s not excuse me not to mention the dark-haired female fatally who stalks the uh vermin house and walking the corridors after murdering her second cousin van Bura hill is haunted by the speeding ghost speeding ghost carriage of lord john angerston Pulled by four headless horses. See, that's creepy as shit. I don't know how I'd feel if I seen that. That scared the hell out of me. I mean, imagine you first you see and hear this, and it comes by, and it's a ghost fucking, you know, wagon. Just you know, 
got that was their way of transportation back then. It was a buggy and four horses pulling it that are fucking headless. That's just so weird. I'd definitely crap me britches. Finally, there are strange sounds and lights. Strange sounds and lights that emerge from underneath Point Hill, where the uh, chalk caves are said to be haunted by the ghosts of smugglers and rebels still plotting to overthrow a long-dead King James I. And see, that's just crazy how you, you just... They get stuck in this little, in their everyday, you know, stuff. And then when they die, they're still stuck in that. And they just keep repeating. That just always has struck me as just weird, interesting, all at the same time. You know what I mean? So, I think it'd be pretty cool. Well, I say that, but then I'd say something and crap my pants. Now we're going to go and the good queen bis. <clears throat> Finally, the Royal Naval College is said to be haunted by a score of tutored ghosts. It's used. It used to be the quit, Max. Now that's said to be haunted. Oh wait, it used to be the Plastatina Plat Palace. Give me a minute, please. What? Is there something bugging you? What? Come on. God dang. Go. Go. Sorry, I had to let Max out. I had to go to the bathroom. He never closed at the door like that unless he really needs something. So I'm not mad he interrupted the show. He's a cute little guy. If you seen him, you wouldn't be mad at him either. It used to be the uh, Placentina Palace. Sadly, now, now, uh, sadly, now long buried, the favorite uh, place of uh, Henry V, who was born there. They say that even though the site is haunted by the ghost of a red-headed woman with a low-cut uh, corset, investigators believe that this could be the spirit of none other than Elizabeth I, who was said to walk in a shower of bejeweled pins when she dis disembarked at the uh, Greenwich docks. Her spirit walks the original corridors of the old place, taking her out, uh, taking her out into the docks around the Cootie Sark, Shark, Sark. Cootie, huh, that's weird. Cootie Sark. Perhaps the integrates with the uh, ghost, this integrates with the ghost of the Cootie Sark, Sark's witches. The Cardi Sark's witch nanny. Okay, why couldn't they just name it a fucking easier name than that? But hey. The other figures are something identified as Anne Bolin, Elizabeth's murderer. But in fact, a number of slightly different dressed Elizabeth women have been cited as apparitions in the Naval College grounds. <coughs> this could indeed be the uh, ghost of Anne Bolin, known to be the... Uh, Prolific haunt with a number of sites. 
but it might also be the ghost of Elizabeth's head mad head head madam's head madam to which she was very close to. It was said that the uh, fault was so betrayed that one of them left her to get married. She beat the young woman with a brush. Wow. That's crazy. She get pissed off and beat somebody with a brush. That's real nice. Now we're going to go over the ghost of Great Eastern. Those walking along Thames Path just a little way up from the uh, Cootie Sark might well see a white drift a white drifting figure by this is said to be the uh ghost of Barnell's last ship, the Great Eastern. The ghost ship was said to be cursed. The violators blew up, killing members of the crew, and the ship's double hull was also said to be haunted. Now that'll make sense. They said they tried to blow it up, but they killed all the members of the crew. And the ship's double hud said to be haunted using a strange rhythmic hammering that could be heard during even the heaviest storms. The ship sets almost rotten besides the uh, Thomas now. Just the skeleton of its double hull resting in the mud but sometimes when the tide is right, the ghost, the uh, ship, the ghost ship said it uh, said it set, says it set sail to uh, reunite, to go back, to get back on its voyage. Because apparently this was going back and this, this one was used going back and forth to America a lot. So, yeah, that ought to give you. Some creepy stuff to think about. You little creepy kids. And your creepy dog, too. Hello. All right. Now we're going to go over the history. The history of the old queen's head. And never mind, I don't need to write time down because the computer's freezing up. Well, it's not freezing up, it's just sometimes on the personas part, my audio part does, but I'm still recording, so. Okay. Well, there we go. Okay, we're going to go over the history of the old queen's head. And believe it or not, I believe this is a pub. Okay, <clears throat> located on Essex Street in the uh, Bowenroff of uh, Is Islingdon. Islingdon is the uh, Kirk, the uh, Kirk, the mm, the cursed pub named the Old Queen's Head. It is tra traditionally. It's a traditionally London pub that offers live music and a place for nighttime destinations of London to get a drink or have a good time with friends. However, it is 
it isn't just spirits of the alcohol variety. The uh, pub offers three spirits of the go of ghostly of the mm, three spirits of the ghostly kind called the pub home. The old woman's head is a grade two listed building that has played an important part in Islington since 1830. Damn, that's an old place. That pub's older than a lot of the towns in America. Before the f- uh, founding of the old Queen's Head, a much older pub stood in the land dating back to at least the 16th century. According to local election, Sir Walter Raleigh, a noted politician, poet, spy, and explorer, either owned or operated the previous pub. The writer, Walter Thurnbury, made the connection between the pub and Raleigh or whatever, in the 1870s and upon a visit of the pub. Raleigh. Why can't they have normal names like Paul, John, Thomas? He discovered that the Queen Elizabeth. Okay. Okay, where was we at before I freaking got tongue tied and lost my goddamn place? Anyways, that guy made the connection, the uh, writer, Walter, made the connection that between the two. Although this story is uh, contested by several historians, this has not stopped <coughs> Sir Walter Raleigh from making an appearance at the uh, popular London, London pub. Several paranormal investigations by, long te- by local teams have been connected here and it's uh, interesting, or get it. Hmm. Okay. Several paranormal investigators by local teams have been contacted here. And it's a very interesting place, they say, you know, they get a lot of stuff. One group spoke with a former landlord who said that he and his family have encountered at least, at least three very active spirits including Sir Walter Raleigh himself, an old woman in a very petulant, a, anyways, a very mischievous little girl. Three spirits, three spirits who are not shy in making their presence known. The ghost of Sir Walter Raleigh, since opening its doors to the people of London, several patterns and oh, several patreons and staff have reported encountering the spirit of Sir Walter. <coughs> Sir Walter Walter Raleigh. They have described him as a seemingly cultured gentleman, bearing a striking resemblance to the 16th century writer. He is uh, surprised by an unsuspecting staff as they open up for business and close for the night. That's when he likes to appear. He appears in the bar area and vanishes from the site with a wave of his hand. 
Whether or not that spirit Sir Raleigh or Walter Raleigh is debatable, however, he he has seen he is seen frequently and seems to just he has been seen frequently and seems to just be watching over the haunted pub. That's all he's doing. Just watching over his old pub. I'm sorry if my uh Reading really sucks tonight, more than what it usually does. Like I said, I had the headache all day. It's finally lightening up some, but I know i got to keep on pushing on because the show must go on. Okay, the little girl. This is the spirit of the little girl in the pub. The spirit of a little girl who has been seen walking up and down these stairs that lead to the second floor. She also is known to either follow staff down these stairs or lead them up the second floor while letting out a playful giggle. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That giggle would just, if I heard that, you know, that <laughs> I, I got wouldn't be working there. This little spirit may seem innocent. Nevertheless, she is also known to have a mean streak. Staff believe she is responsible for slamming doors and occasionally breaking glasses during what could only be described as a ghostly temper tantrum. So basically when the goat don't the goat the ghost don't get her way, she gets a little pissed. And here's the last ghost about the old king uh queen's head. Lastly lastly, the apparition of an elderly woman dressed in tundor clothing has been spotted in the uh old queen's head. That spirit only seems to make an appearance to the first oh this spirit only seems to make an appearance on the first sunday of each month both staff and patreons look like look ugh, both staff and patreons alike have watched as the women appears and then walks away the walks away sorry guys excuse me please both staff and Patreons alike have watched as the woman appears, walks around the pub, and slowly fades away. The old queen's head is in the heart of Islington. Islington. Islington or something like that. In London. And she enjoys a reputation for being a fun and friendly establishment. Okay. Well, that's uh, it about the old queen's, queen's head here. The old queen's head. Well, I did time that about right. That's about perfect. 30 minutes, baby. Okay, now we're going to go over the flask. Now, this one's got a lot to it because it's not just the flask, going over the history and everything kind of surrounding it. Kind of like I did with the Green Witch Tunnel or whatever it was called. Yeah. All right, well, let's get on with it and see how this goes. Okay. We're going to go over the flask Highgate. It is in London. In the uh, in the early in the early 
to mid-70s North London neighborhood of of Highgate was held in a iron grip of terror. Highgate Cemetery became the focus of a haunt for the undead. According to local investigators, the Highgate Cemetery was home to the mythical was home to a mythical vampire. Although Highgate Cemetery is considered to be one of the most haunted places in London, there is one other haunt there was one other Highgate haunt. Sorry about that, pause. I am still here. The flask, okay. <clears throat> okay, here we go now. The history of the flask. Okay, the history of the flask Highgate goes back to the time before the Highgate became the authentic, the affluent area it is now. It is now. The building of the pub was constructed in three phases. The oldest part dates back to 1663. The main body was built in the 1720s and lastly the finishing touches were added around 1800. According to the legend, the first hmm, the, according to legend, the first autopsy was secretly performed in the com Commit committee room after two after two researcher research after two men snatched a fresh corpse from the cemetery throughout its history as a pub the flask was a favorite gathering place for artists and writers Okay, famous writers to teach other. Okay, and an infamous highwayman named Dick Turpin uh, had a hideout in the basement when the law was looking for him. These highwaymen, they called them that because they ran up and down the main roads there, robbing and stealing people. <coughs> now we're gonna go over the haunting of the flask. With all the history behind the pub, ditch, oh, never mind. I'm not. I'm still finishing up. Don't know how I fucked that up. But hey, anyways, we went from this whole area's got a cemetery and its pub. Now we're going to be talking about the flask and the Spanish barmaid. A commonly, a commonly held belief among paranormal researchers is that. Okay. A, a commonly held belief among paranormal researchers is that love can uh, cause hauntings, especially like, like, you know, real deep love. I mean, we all know some of the stories I've told about women getting pissed about, you know, their boyfriend leaving and they kill themselves or the man does because the woman leaves. It's just, it's an ongoing story. It never stops. Never stops. Oh, my God. I'm just checking my text real quick. Uh, people know I'm recording, but they still want to text. 
Okay. Nothing important. <coughs> this is this theory is true. The flask high gate must just prove that theory. In the 1800s, a beautiful young Spanish woman came to London and took a job as a barmaid at the flask. Over time, the barmaid became, uh, you know, a little friendly with the owner, eventually falling head over her heels in love with the handsome uh, owner. One day, the girl decided to risk it all and express her love for her boss. When she told him her true feelings, her boss explained that he was married, that he was a married man, and an affair was not possible. The girl, of course, was devastated. The next morning, upon opening opening the pub, the man discovered the young girl's lifeless body hanging in the basement. Jeez. See, that's another thing. Just because someone don't love you, you ain't got to hang yourself. It's not the end of the world. Her failed overtures caused her to commit the desperate act of suicide. Today, the basement where the Spanish barmaid hung herself is setting is where the barmaid hung herself is a seating area. Eh, I wonder if them people know that they're fucking sitting down or eating their dinner or having drinks with. Look up poor woman hung herself. Fuck that. She has also been heard sobbing uncontrollably. Uh, at night while the staff is closing up. A number of Patreons who thought she was living was a living barmaid have gone to approach her only to be shocked as she vanishes before their eyes. That's crazy. That's freaking crazy. Wow. I just see that's another thing I don't know. I've never came across any. I've seen maybe stuff I've seen stuff out of the corner of my eye. But I've never seen an apparition in front of me and then just kind of, I don't think. You know, if I did, I'd know. Now we're going to go over the Cavalier. A man dressed in full uniform of a Cavalier has been seen in the main bar area. He is said to uh, suddenly appear and looks out a window as he is watching out for someone. He then turns and vanishes through a pillar in the middle of the room. The Cavalier is believed to be a soldier soldier guarding the building and died while carrying out his duties. Then also kind of closes up going to say the staff the staff of the pub love to tell patriots tales of their resident ghost as they serve up traditional English pub food and drinks with a smile. So go check this place out, that whole area. There's a the cemetery there and there's a bar or a pub. Oh, I hate that. Well, I hit my mic cover sometimes. I'm not paying attention and I'll bam hit that son of a well, okay, that's it for that, and I believe, yep, I believe that is, uh, 
done with the show right there, ladies and gents. Uh, well, that wasn't too bad. I know it sucks without Lexi being here. You know, sometimes I can do it and sometimes I just can't. She's like my freaking wingman doing that stuff. We have a good time doing it. We love talking and telling the stories about it. We're going to one day, when we can do it, do one outside by the fire, a live podcast by the fire. Tell some spooky stories that we've heard through the years growing up in our neighborhood. <laughs> you know. Sorry about that. I'm taking a little break, getting a drink. Uh, but, like I said, she uh, she's going to come over this weekend and we're going to knock a lot of crap out. So, it will be great. We will proceed with precaution. But I hope you guys like these stories. And like I said, y'all email us. I've been looking at our downloads. We're getting downloads all over the world, guys. So come on, email us. Ask us some questions or something. You know, start talking to us. So, hey, it'll be a great, great time there, Spadunkies. Um, don't forget to check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, all your platforms where podcasts are. We are there. Uh, everywhere, iHeart, Pandora, I've got us everywhere now. I'm getting our YouTube channel checked uh, or caught up. We got some videos. We're going to start doing more videos too. So uh, it ought to be fun, guys. But y'all guys check us out. Y'all go uh, give us some five-star reviews. Give us some thumbs up. Download some stuff like you keep doing, guys. Spread the word around, you know. Say, hey, there's a good show that tells good stories. Excuse me, that was so rude of me. But hey, I did it. But I hope you guys enjoyed my scary stories I told you today. Mm, I hope I didn't scare you too bad. But if you enjoy listening to this, you can always go, uh, you know, leave us a five-star review. Or leave us a note saying, hey, you got a good show. Or your show sucks ass. You just let us know. We will fix it for you. I'm trying to do my Dracula voice, but it's kind of hard to. Sinus is a bug of me. I do not see blah blah blah. But I like doing that stuff, and I hope you guys continue to keep listening. Like I said, we're going to do some live stuff. One day, me and Lexi's going to get on here and do some Facebook stuff, do a podcast live. But you guys check us out everywhere. We're on Facebook, Instagram. Check them out. Um, just, yeah. Keep on listening. Give us, giving us thumbs up, and let's, da- and y'all just keep the download numbers up because we're getting. I don't. I mean, a lot of people are like, they're like, wow, only three thousand downloads. Well, let's see how many you get, jackass. I'm just a country boy. Me and my daughter are real country folk. We just like scary stuff and we like talking about it. So, and they're like, three thousand downloads. That ain't nothing for you. Uh, you know, been doing it for almost over a year. And I'm like, yeah. Well, let's see what you can do. So yeah. So yeah. But I hope you guys enjoy the show. Tell your friends about it. Tell everybody about it. Uh, I know vacation's coming up. We can You can listen to us going down the road. Pop in your headset. <coughs> but don't forget, check us out everywhere, guys. This has been Stephen LeBooth from Ghost Stories from the South. I hope I didn't scare you too bad. But this has been a Booth podcasting production. You guys have a great day. And I hope I didn't scare your pants off of you. <laughs> Bye.